You're listening to the best of the Visualize You show. To celebrate my first year of podcasting, I'm counting down the top 30 episodes to celebrate all of my amazing guests and just how much fun I've had over the last 12 months. At number 29 is my solo show, What to Visualize When You Don't Know What You Want. Welcome to the Visualize You podcast. I'm your host, Beth Hewitt. I'm a spiritual performance coach, helping you go from unfulfilled to passionately living your purpose. You'll learn how to create a crystal clear vision for your life so that you can change direction with confidence and have a career or start a business that is more in alignment with your true soul's calling. Each week on the show, I'll talk about topics such as the art of visualization, scripting, manifesting, and the law of attraction. And I'll bring you interviews with inspirational people who have taken that path already so you can learn the practical skills that will help you do the same. I've actually just done, I've started doing Ask Me Anything live in my Facebook community that happen on either a Thursday or Friday, we haven't got a time down at the minute, they're just happening as and when I can fit them into my busy schedule, but I will be getting a bit more strategic about when they happen. If you want to be part of that community, the link is in the show notes, I would love for you to join. But each week I ask people to share what their questions are about visualisation, manifestation, affirmations, gratitude, creating a vision, all of that good stuff. And we do a reading at the end of the week. So this week, the reading that I did was for a lady called Sarah, who wanted to ask for guidance on visualizing a new career move when you've been made redundant and you have no idea which direction you need to go in for a better future which is a great question. She also asked about how she could stay positive over the next few months as she navigates this new part of her life and career, moving through redundancy, staying in a high vibration and starting a new career. So this is such an amazing question. Um, I answered it in the community, but I thought let's do a podcast episode on this as well today. So the first thing that I always say to anybody that has been made redundant is congratulations. And the reason why I say that, it's not to be flippant, it's not to be rude, it's not to undermine the emotions and the feelings that somebody might have when they have been made redundant. It is because being made redundant is one of the most amazing opportunities that the universe will ever gift to us. All too often, we will stay within our comfort zone, we will continue in a particular career, in a job that we don't necessarily love, that doesn't light us up inside, that isn't inspiring us, that isn't empowering us, and isn't making the most of our amazing superpowers that we have. And so when we are made redundant, it is the universe giving us a beautiful gift, an opportunity for you to do something different, for you to get that little gentle nudge and push to start something new. If you have been made redundant in the past, if you have spoken to people who have been made redundant, you will probably know how their lives have gone down completely different paths, new directions, hopefully all positive, because they were able to have that time to think and get clear and go down a different path and take new opportunities as 
they come up. But what do you do when you don't know what to do? When you haven't really got an idea, when you want to do something different, but you just don't know what that thing is. Now, one of the things that I always say about whenever we visualize a new reality is that we need to get incredibly clear on all of the details so that we can manifest that into our reality. Unfortunately, when we have no idea and we need to move fast and achieve this new destination, a new career, but we don't know what that is, it's really difficult to get clear. So the thing that I suggest you do instead is to not get clear on the job or the career or the details of that job, but is to get really clear on the various elements of that position. So for example, who are the kind of people, what characteristics do they have that you will be working with in the future? What kind of boss are you working with? What is your team like? What does your office look like? What Does it have really nice decor and interior? Does it have comfy seats? Does it have co-working spaces? And all of those amazing good stuff that are really good to help us work. What values does the company have? And are they in alignment with your own vision and values? So you may need to do a little bit of work on yourself in terms of what are your personal visions and values. What kind of work are you going to be doing? Are you going to be outside? Are you going to be inside? Are you going to be speaking with people, customers, young people, old people? What kind of people are you interacting on a day-to-day basis? Are you working inside or are you working outside? Are you working from home mostly? Or are you out on the road? Are you in a car? Do you have a company vehicle? What perks do you have? What is your salary? Do you have healthcare insurance? Do you have counselling support? Do you have a holiday on your birthday? What kind of equipment are you working with? Do you have the latest laptop or a Apple Mac or whatever Apple products are out there? I have no idea what I'm talking about because I'm an Android girl. How will it make you feel every morning when you get up? How excited are you going to be? What are those feelings and emotions that you're going to have before you even start your day in your new career? And start to get clear on that. Using all of the senses, what does it look like? What does it feel like? What does the cafeteria smell like? What does the food taste like in the neighbouring cafes and restaurants? What does it feel like to touch your desk and your new equipment? Use all of the senses and get really clear on that part of the vision. Now, you're probably going to have to do that a few times because once you have done that initial clarity work, the next step is to meditate just for 10 minutes daily. And after that 10 minute meditation, when you are in a nice, calm state, start to visualize that plan. And then once you have done that in as much detail as you can, you can then create an affirmation that states in the present tense what that new situation feels like and looks like. So for example, you might say something like, I have the most amazing job and I work with the most amazing people who light me up every single day. I'm doing work that is inspiring and empowering and which helps so many different people in all corners of the world. And it provides Stability for my family that I can put food on my table and I can live a life that I never thought I could. And I'm grateful every day and excited to get up every single day in the morning. 
that's just one example you can create an affirmation in any way that you want but the words that we use are incredibly important in helping us to manifest that new reality because the words that we tell ourselves each and every day have a massive effect on our reality so if you are maybe going through redundancy right now or um, you're thinking about just handing your notice in and you're not sure what's next using that feeling of maybe nervousness fear and trepidation and flipping that to excitement because the way that we physiologically feel excitement and nervousness in our body is exactly the same we feel it in the same part of our body in the pit of our stomach if we train our mind to think that is an exciting adventure that we are going on and not one to be feared or scared of what is going to happen next we can completely transform our reality and our future moving forward one of the other things that can help you to get really clear on this new career when you're not totally sure is to think about what did you love to do as a child when you were about seven years old? Did you like drawing? Did you like reading? Did you like going to museums? Did you like kicking leaves in the park? Some of the things that we liked to do when we were around the age of about seven that we did intuitively, that we would go to our room and pick up the thing that lit us up inside. Those are the things that we can use for clues and how we can live our life in the future as adults. Hi listener, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I thought we'd just pause a moment to let you know that there is so much waiting for you at my website, bethhewitt.com where you can access free downloads access the visualize you free facebook community where i go live every single week plus you can learn about the power of scripting access the visualization vault and find out more about my membership visualize and thrive so go check it out and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast head to bethhewitt.com and i can't wait to connect with you real soon now let's get on with the show what were you the go-to gal for when you were at school or guy? What did people come to you and ask questions for and advice on? Because those are the things that may give you clues to what you could be doing in the future. The other thing that I advise is to get clear on some of the buzzwords and keywords that are within your vision and values. So for example, if I was doing this today, if I was made redundant today, I would, when searching for jobs, would be to look for keywords like spirituality, inspiration, gratitude, passion, purpose, visualization. And I would search for jobs with that in mind. Now, you're probably only going to get a few jobs that come up because people don't write very exciting job descriptions. But if you find any job descriptions with those words within them that means that the person who has written that job description or that company has vision and values that are in alignment with your own vision and values and that might just open up new opportunities down the road so when you've got clear when you've meditated when you've visualized when you've created an affirmation it's time to just let it go. Let go of the how and the when and the why and what is going to happen next. And the next part is just to take action. Speak to people. Tell people that you are being made redundant. Create a CV. Send your CV far and wide, as far as you can send it. When I left my job, I just simply 
I wrote my CV, I wrote my objective, which included what I was not willing to compromise on. And that made it very clear for potential recruiters to know whether I was in or out immediately when they read my CV. And I applied for about 200 jobs. And within a space of one week, I had six interviews and I was actually offered two of those positions. One of those positions when you read the job description was so boring. And had I actually done the due diligence and read the job description and person specification, there is no way on this planet that I would have applied for that job. Because that job description said things like working with businesses to uptake broadband and super fast broadband and increase their capabilities using the power of broadband. It sounded so, so boring. But that job that I got changed my entire life trajectory. It was actually a part-time events marketing position. It was a junior position. It was about 20 grand less a year than what I was making in the position that I had just quit. But I had built up a steady income blogging with my simple blogging network community. And I was making about a thousand pounds every month just from the blogging. So I knew that if I got a part-time junior position, I could make things work. But as I got in that interview and I was sat in front of the two interview ladies, I realized that what they were describing was something that I could not just be a cog in, not just a cog in that program, not just the marketing and events junior coordinator, whatever that position was called, but I could actually run this whole thing. I had all of the skill sets to manage that program. And as I was sat in that interview with those interviewees, I was hardly listening to the questions and I was just having a conversation with them. I wasn't nervous. I wasn't feeling scared. I was having a conversation and just thinking in my head, wow, I could actually manage this whole program. About a couple of days later, I got a telephone call saying, can you come back in? We'd love to talk to you. We've got this idea. It's a little bit weird and strange. We're not sure if you're going to be up for it, but will you come back in? I met them in a hotel lobby and they said, look, you can have this marketing and coordinator job. It's only two and a half days a week. I know that it's a lot less than what you've done previously. If you want it, you can have it. But we'd love you to run the whole program. We'd love you to have oversight of the whole marketing department and the events department and manage the marketing events coordinator team and manage the project assistants and manage the business advisors and have complete control on delivering all of these events around the lead city region which was at that time about nine different local authorities and I would be project manager and I would be going to project board and presenting to steering board and all of this good stuff and it was utilizing all of the skills that I'd got up until that point. But I, when I applied for that job, I applied for a marketing coordinator job, a junior position. But what I ended up with was a project manager position, which turned into a senior project manager position, which turned into five other business support programs down the line, supporting thousands upon thousands of businesses up and down the country. It included upscaling so many businesses within my local economy that I increased the GVA the gross value added by over 40 million pounds. And that was just from me writing and affirming on my CV and saying what I was willing and not willing to do. And you can do the same. The other thing that you can do as you go through this period of time, it can become a little bit unsettling at times. You might feel 
oh, it's not going to happen for me. I'm working so hard. I just don't know what it is. I'm feeling really down today. I advise people to create a toolkit, a toolkit that is going to help you get back on track whenever you are feeling down. You don't just need to use it in situations like redundancy, but whenever you are feeling blue. And this toolkit is based on all of the senses. So what lights you up, gets you excited through the sense of sight? Is it a picture? Is it an artist? Is it a movie? Is it a book that you like looking at? A comic? What do you visually like to look at? Is it the countryside? Is it a bird in the tree? Think about all those different elements that really light you up inside when you think about the sense sight. Then move on to touch. What do you like to touch with your hands that makes you happy? Is it a blanket? Is it a favourite pen? Is it a feather? Is it a crystal? Is it stroking your cat or dog? Is it running your hands through the grass? Is it planting flowers? What do you do with your hands that can give you so much joy? The next sense is sound. This could be your favourite music. It could be the sound of the birds in the trees. It could be having a conversation with somebody you love. What sounds get you excited? Smell. What smells do you really like? Is it a candle? Is it having a hot bath with essential oils? Is it the smell of flowers or freshly cut grass? What smells do you love? Is it your favourite food? Which brings me on to taste. What food do you love to taste? What foods could you eat when you are feeling low that are going to lift you up inside? When you've done that, and also if you want to think about intuitively our sixth sense, what are the things, other things that make you happy? The other things that you like to do. Think about all of that and create a toolkit, create a list of all those things that you can have in your back pocket whenever you are feeling down. And as always, give gratitude for the things that you have in your life. When we're made redundant, we can start to feel less happy because we might think we might have less money coming in a few months time. But be grateful for the food that is on your table. Be grateful for the car that you drive. Be grateful for all of the skills and experience that you have amassed up until this point. And when you do that, you will have more things to be grateful for in the future. I hope today's episode has been helpful. If you are going through redundancy right now, know that this is an amazing opportunity and you can turn it into a massive positive. I look forward to sharing with you more episodes very soon. I promise there will be some interviews coming up and look out for the waitlist for the Visualize and Thrive tribe and community that is going to be coming out very soon. I'll pop it in the show notes as soon as that is available. Have a lovely rest of your day. Okay, so that's all for today. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. If you have any aha moments, tag me in your social media stories and please, please, please leave me a review on iTunes. It'll really help me out. Until next time, remember to visualize you.